Hello and welcome to the Sports Technology Podcast. In this episode, we speak with Warren Brennan, the founder of BBG Sports and inventor of Hotspot. Hotspot uses thermal imaging cameras to identify brief and otherwise imperceptible contact in high-speed ball sports like baseball and cricket. He talks us through the early development of the technology and how it is being used around the world today with examples from his recent trip to the World Series. For more information, remember to check out our website, sportstechnologypodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at SportsTechPod. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Sports Technology Podcast. My name is Mike and joining me today is Henry. Hello. And today we have Warren Brennan all the way in Melbourne. He's going to be talking about Hotspot. He's the inventor of that technology and he also is the, the head of BBG Sports. So do you just want to say a little bit about yourself and how you got to be working with Hotspot? Okay, well I guess I'm one of those, uh, I, I suppose you could say lucky people that's never really worked uh, uh, in the real in the real world, my entire career, um, I came out of university in uh, 1987 and pretty much started working in the sports industry straight away. Uh, originally, I worked for Tennis Australia, and one of my responsibilities as the um, IT manager was to look after all of the IT systems and broadcast feeds, um, eventually all the internet side of things as well for the Australian Open. So I had uh, 13 years of involvement there with Tennis Australia and the Australian Open and I finished there in 2000 uh, before moving on to trying to specialise more in year-round events. You know, since then we've been involved in cricket, uh, we've been involved in uh, quite a few bits and pieces of, um, of the different technologies in cricket and then eventually uh, our latest product in 2006 came out and that was uh, obviously the hotspot. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about what Hotspot is and what sports it's applied to? Originally, when I saw the infrared technology, it was it would have been early in the 2000s, I originally thought of it being used for tennis, particularly to try and get a very accurate ball mark on the ground. Even though we've done quite a, quite a fair bit of testing uh, with tennis, we haven't actually introduced that product yet uh, to tennis. We may, we may not. We'll just see how it, how, how it goes. But... Soon after testing it, you know, starting to test the technology, we realised that it would probably be easier to apply in cricket, primarily because of how many cameras we would need to, you know, to apply it to cricket. And uh, so that's pretty much where we started. We came up with the idea. We researched uh, what products were out there in the marketplace. Tried to do as as much testing as we could. In the early days, we would, you know, beg, borrow, and steal whatever we could to try and try and prove the concept um, before um, we had to actually buy some cameras. And around that time, you know, we, we, we had enormous support, particularly from Channel 9 in Australia and also B-Sky-B in the UK. And uh, in particular, uh, Kerry Packer was, was 100% behind any sort of technology that could improve uh, cricket and to jazz it up in any, any particular way. So we knew that if we came up with something that was... That was that was groundbreaking and interesting for the viewers. Um, Channel Nine and B Sky B would you know, more likely support it. So so we knew we were you know we were going to get some support from that uh, that perspective. But basically, the hotspot is a very simple technology. It takes infrared allows you to see uh, heat that is not uh, visible to the human eye. So by using an infrared camera, we can see heat. Now, heat normally you know manifests itself in in two ways. It's either uh, natural heat that you know gets generated from uh, the human body or from the sun or or anything that anything that can heat up naturally. Or the other way that it can manifest itself is generally by collisions. So two objects collide if they if they rub together 
uh, they'll cause friction and therefore um, the heat will be created. And effectively we took that concept, we looked at it through the infrared cameras and we were able to come up with um, when the bat hit the ball or bat hit the pad uh, or bat hit the pad, uh, we were able to see the, the heat that was generated through, um, through the friction that was um, caused. So in a nutshell, it's quite simple. Um, the technology behind it's obviously been more difficult to get working, but in essence, uh, the concept's pretty, pretty simple. For those uh, who may not know a lot about cricket, this, this is something that could potentially help the officials to determine whether, whether, they, whether their initial guesses or their initial perceptions were correct in, in terms of uh, a bowling or, or batting. And yeah, well, that's, a, that's an interesting question. Um, as... As I mentioned before, our, our focus was primarily on the television viewer um, mm-hmm. because, that's, because that's where our support was coming from. And that's really been a concept that we've tried to adopt you know, ever since I started in the, in the, um, in the sports industry. What, what we found was the best thing to focus on was what the end viewer wanted, okay. you know, what, was, what was great, what was interesting for them, what would keep them more enthused in the sport than anything else. Now, taking that a step further and moving it to adjudication was not something that was our idea. Um, Mm -hmm. In fact, it wasn't something that we even wanted to focus on because we found that that's not really our area of expertise and it wasn't something we wanted to concentrate on. We wanted to concentrate on on the television viewer and give them more entertainment and that was that was pretty much how how things happened. now as a course of the hotspot becoming more popular it just sort of found its way into into um, you know the official world of, mm-hmm. of trying to help the, uh, the officials and you know the people that run the sport and it sort of got into you know that position without really much input from us it was really just a matter of you know the people um, uh, at the ICC saying well we should be probably using this so there's still quite a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up from that perspective, but uh, yeah, it definitely can be used to help help the you know help help the officials, the umpires, you know, make better decisions. But you know, as I've said pretty much before in in a number of interviews, it's not the sort of technology that I think will reach 100% accuracy on. Mm-hmm. There's just too many variables out there in the atmosphere that are hard. You know, as I said, it's invisible. We can't see it from from our human eye. You know, there are things like the sun. There are other things like, you know, if, if ever there's somebody in the background of the picture that is smoking, that's heat that, uh, you know, the infrared camera can see and that can completely diffuse the picture. So, you know, it's not something that's simple to apply, you know, and will always be 100% perfect. You know, in some instances, you know, you get incredible uh, results from it. And I think the ones that I've seen that are probably the best are the ones that, particularly in cricket, where you see a double noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the ball will flip the front pad, but only very, very faintly before cannoning into the back pad. Now, mm-hmm. um, most of the time, um, you know, the LBW and the umpire and the, and, the, and the other technology in cricket would calculate the LBW based on the back pad. But when you look at it through the hotspot, you see, well, it's, it's, it's flicked the top of the, you know, of the front pad or the side of the front pad. The LBW should be calculated there rather than the back pad. So that's something that's probably that, that's probably the the best advantage I've seen uh, of the hotspot so far in cricket. Also, the inside edges are very very difficult to pick from the bat. So so I think I think they've been very good. The ones that we haven't quite got a hundred percent yet, or as I said, we probably won't get a hundred percent, are the very faint edges. 
they're the most difficult for us to pick because it's almost like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You're trying to find a very, very small amount of heat in, you know, from about 80 to 100 metres away is, you know, pretty much like trying to find a needle in a, haystack, in a haystack. From a technical point of view, when you go to a, a cricket pitch or a baseball field, how does the how do you set up the cameras? Is there like an operator that is always with the camera or in the booth with the kind of the re- regular broadcast people? Uh, that sort of varies a little bit, but... Um, Originally, when we when we first started this project, we would have the cameras uh, end on in a in a high position and looking straight at the batsman. So okay. we had one at each end. What we found in the last couple of years is that we might get better results having them side on to the batsman. And uh, so now in Australia and in the UK, we have four cameras, so we can cover both of those uh, positions. In South Africa, at the moment, we've got two side ons. And normally for New Zealand, we also have two, two side-ons. So just depending on what the broadcaster wants and how much they're prepared to pay depends, you know, determines the position. But normally we have, we have everything cabled back from the cameras, uh, back to um, a television area where we have our operators and they'll basically man the cameras and the, and the software uh, in real time so that when an incident uh, occurs, uh, we'll basically be able to rewind and play through that incident um, as quickly as possible. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about your collaboration with Fox for the World Series? Naturally, when you're dealing in a sport uh, such as cricket, you you need to take the Indians into account um, because they're probably the biggest country involved in cricket. And we have been trying over the last couple of years to uh, to get the hotspot in, involved. Uh, we did go there a couple of years ago for some Champions League matches. Uh, and it's taken us the last couple of years to to put a to put a deal into place and for them to be comfortable with the technology. So we were looking uh, at uh, sending four cameras to India uh, probably about five or six weeks ago. In the end, that didn't eventuate. We decided to pull out. What happened? Uh, literally twelve uh, uh, twelve hours later, I had a call from Fox Sports in the US, and they uh, asked whether it was possible for us to bring the hotspot to the US for the World Series. And naturally, I said to them, well, this is your lucky day. Uh, We were supposed to send cameras to India, but now they're not going. So we ended up sending uh, three cameras uh, to the US for the World Series. And it was almost the first game where you guys got a lot of, I thought, publicity from kind of one of the incidents where there's a fall tip that may or may not have been called. And I think that the technology is put to the test right away in game one. Exactly. That was the first match in St. Louis um, when St. Louis uh, were playing Texas Rangers and it was the ninth innings. I think it was uh, only one run difference at the, at the time. So um, I think Texas could have, uh, could have made up a run in that last innings and, uh, and drawn the uh, other match to go into overtime. But uh, one of the batsmen um, hit the ball, it sort of went off on an angle and hit him on the foot. The umpire actually didn't see that and he called the ball in play, uh, of which he was then duly run out uh, by not getting the first base. And he complained straight away, said, no, 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 the ball hit me on the foot. And I don't think terribly many people believed him, but um, as as we rolled in the hotspot replay, you could see the ball come off the bat and actually hit him on the toe. Oh wow! So, cool. um, so yeah, that was a pretty big, uh, yeah, that was that was a big thing for us. So um, it was it was it was great to work with the guys in the US. It was ten years since we've been been to work over there. So it was it was it was good to go back and uh, 
you know, learn a bit more about television from those guys. Do you, do you think people are, I mean, there's, there are, I guess, perhaps hesitations about accepting it as a, as a method of official officiating, but do you think people are, are hesitant to accept new technologies like this from a, from a media standpoint, or do you see that as, as a, a, a group of people who are, a group of people, I mean, I guess meaning us, meaning the, the media consumers, as a, as a group of people who are, I guess, willing to take all sorts of new technologies? Well, I guess the interesting thing is um, I read quite a few blogs the day after um, that first match in, in, in St. Louis, and it was almost like deja vu uh, for me from five or six years ago. It was probably several hundred blogs on one of the U.S. sites, and um, pretty much everybody was either pro or anti the technology. And that was exactly the same as what happened in cricket uh, five or six years ago. So I think, you know, there's, there's very few people that sit on the fence and say, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't mind it, but I don't really want it. They either fall into, yeah, I love it, I want more of it, or no, it's stepping on too many toes of, you know, the traditional part of the sport. So I guess that's, a, you know, it's a very personal preference. And I think that um, you know, over over the last several years, it's 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 hard to tell you know what people really prefer. I think from an entertainment point of view, on a television broadcast, I think uh, people are more, you know, they they've shown particularly with our stuff with uh, Hawkeye, also Virtual Eye, that they do really like the technology. Um, I think more people you know, probably a bit more uncertain as to whether it should be used um, for official purposes of uh, determining whether people are, um, you know, whether players are in or out or, you know, whatever. Is mm-hmm. there an education process that you have to go through with some of the broadcasters? Like, like say, for the World Series, like when you brought the system over, did you go through a couple of examples with the play-by-play guys to say, okay, here's what a typical image will look like in case we get a situation where we need to use it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we had... You know, we took with us uh, several hundred cricket examples. You know, we tried to, you know, reference as much as we could, you know, what was likely to happen in, uh, in, in baseball. But um, I think it spun a few, I think it spun a few of the commentators out. Um, there was one guy that said, look, I don't really understand this. But, um, you know, I think that that's, uh, you know, that's just the nature of the beast. Um, I think the thing that I was very... Uh, confident of when I when I first saw this technology was I thought people would understand it pretty quickly and I think that was proven to be correct because even though it's a black and white picture and it looks like it's something that's come out of the you know the 1920s or 30s you know once you understand what it's trying to you know to show people pick it up pretty quickly so and that hasn't been an issue pretty much across the board I think probably by the second or third match in the baseball people People were understanding what it was. You know, uh, I mean, the thing—the thing that you can't do in this in this industry is you can't underestimate the, uh, you know, the viewer. You know, they're all, you know, pretty savvy about you know what they're looking for and what they want out of the sport. You know, I run across you know little kids that are five or six years of age, and uh, you know they say to me, you know, the hotspot's really cool. Um, <laughs> you know, so it does uh, it does tend to transcend a lot of age groups and. Uh, you know, by and large, I think people understand it pretty well. So once, um, once, once the people have a pretty good understanding from a, I guess from seeing from seeing the media, I think it will be though though it wasn't your intention, I guess, in the beginning to make a, a system for official calls. I mean, it might it might be that when people can see that there was clearly an error, it it might be a little bit annoying to spectators to to have that extra information that can't be used for official purposes. Is the introduction of such technologies as official methods for 
for determining or for, for making calls. Is that something you you think is 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 beneficial to the sport, or are, would you kind of tend tend with a more traditional approach? Well, I think I think at the end of the day, it comes down to politics um, in the particular sport. Um, as I as I said before, our original aim with Hotspot was just for Channel Nine in Australia and B Sky B in the UK. And right. when you look at the people behind those two companies, you've got Kerry Packer here in Australia. You've got Rupert Murdoch um, in the UK, you know, great sports-loving, dare I say, Australians that have been involved in the industries a long time. You know they're going to be, you know, their their companies that cover sport are going to be around for, you know, probably a lot longer than you and I will be around. So, you know, you get great support from those people and you want to try and, you know, do as good a job as you can and come up with the best stuff possible. But you move a few steps aside and go to other countries uh, with other broadcasters and other cricket boards and whatever, uh, things change dramatically. So hmm. <laughs> getting standardisation throughout the cricketing world was always going to be the challenge. And I dare say it's probably going to be easier to institute something like this in the US in baseball where hmm. you've basically got one country, one language, you know, and it's probably could be, could, could be a lot easier uh, if they decide to put in a standardised system. In cricket, it's it's proven to be a lot more difficult um, than uh, I think a lot of people thought. Are you looking into um, to other sports as well, like, um, like I don't know, handball or, or any other ball sports? Or I think that where, we're, where, where we've been trying to head the last couple of years is the technology and the cameras in particular that are available haven't really suited what we've, you know, what we've really wanted to do. This year, we've invested quite heavily. In fact, I've got two new cameras to pick up today. Um, they've just come in, come into Melbourne. We've got two new, two other new cameras that uh, we've had for a couple of months, and these four new cameras all have zoom lenses. Hmm. Now the original four cameras didn't have zoom lenses, so we were pretty much uh, hamstrung by having a, um, a fixed focal length for those cameras. Now the new cameras have enormous more flexibility than what we've had with the original one. So I think now we've got uh, cameras that we can, you know, frame much better uh, and, we can, and we can change the, uh, you know, the zoom and the focus on the fly. We're going to be able to look into more sports. Okay. We've done things before like horse racing, which was very interesting because the natural heat of the horse, you know, gave you, some, gave you a lot of insights in, in regard to what was happening. Now, to give you an example, there was one time where we were following the horses down the final straight, and we were at the end of the straight. And as the, as the horses came closer to the camera, you could see there were three horses side by side. There was one horse that had a very, very large hot spot on one of its knees, whereas the other two horses didn't. And, and you could see eventually that that horse with a hot spot on the knee, it slowed down and, you know, barely finished. So, um, in, in order to improve that coverage, we really need the zoom lens to be able to take the horses as they as they're coming, you know, at the beginning of the straight and follow them all the way down the straight to the finishing line. Now, that's not something we could do with the original cameras, but it's something that we're really hopeful we can do with the new cameras that have the zoom lenses. So, I guess it really depends a lot on on those types of factors. You know, whether we can whether we can get the right uh, situation and cover. You know, cover the sport uh, in the best uh, you know way possible. Tennis, we're still looking at. As I said, um, it works fantastically well on on the hard courts. 
uh, that we've mm-hmm. tested here in here in Melbourne. I know that'll be the same in the US. Clay courts are not such an issue because obviously the ball leaves its own uh, own mark on the clay courts. The right. one the ones that have caused us uh, some grief is uh, the grass, particularly because every blade of grass is its own organism, which may react to heat uh, a little bit differently. Plus, the grass courts tend to wear, so you'll have different patches. You know, might be green. Other patches may be less green. So that's been more of a challenge. But I think if we can if we can uh, nail the grass, then uh, I think we'll we'll have something that will be uh, you know outstanding for tennis. Just uh, one one more application. I just thought, and I don't, I don't know if you've give, you've you've considered, but like in football, uh, soccer, football, um, yep. contact sports, monitoring not the ball, but but impact between people. I don't know if that's that's possible to like to to, to determine whether someone's taken a dive or or uh, I don't know. I guess with 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 hot bodies, it might be. I yeah. Look, I think um, B Sky B have already asked us about that. Oh. Uh, for their Premier League, I said to them again, um, we need to wait until we get the uh, the cameras with the uh, with the zoom lenses. Mm-hmm. So I dare say it'll be something we'll probably try and uh, identify uh, early next year uh, for the soccer. But I think the thing you you have to remember about um, the hotspot is that it does work best when you get a large large amount of rubbing, mm-hmm. so that when the objects collide and rub together. That's what really, and you can do it by if you slap your hands together, just you know, straight in, straight out. You don't feel much heat on your hand, but if you actually slide them together quite quickly, you feel more heat in your hand, and that is because the two objects are, are colliding, rubbing together, and then you know uh, passing one another, and that's what creates the heat, the of uh, uh, the rubbing effect. And one of the interesting ones we found uh, on the cricket was that. In the early days, we were quite sceptical that it might not work as well on the slow bowlers, on the spin bowlers, mm-hmm. and we thought it would work better on the fast bowlers. But in reality, it was the exact opposite because with the spin bowlers, the ball comes out of the hand and it actually it's rotating as it's going through the air. So that by the time it hits the bat, it's sort of turning and hitting at the same time. So it creates more friction on the spin bowlers than it does on the fast bowlers where the ball's not really rotating in in an unusual sort of way. So um, it does come down to quite, you know, a lot of physics in regard to, you know, how the object is travelling and, you know, what angle it, it connects on and uh, things like that. So they're the sort of things that now we have um, the new cameras with the zoom lenses. We're going to try and, uh, you know, we'll be able to uh, investigate a lot more in regard to what, what will work and what won't work. Yeah, I think that's all really exciting. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it progresses over the next uh, few months or for a few years. So if people want to find out more information about Hotspot and kind of examples where it's where it's been used, where can they look? Our website is bbgsports.com, and that has uh, some examples of um, of what, what we've uh, done over the last uh, several years. Excellent. So... Thanks again for coming on. Um, it was a really insightful conversation. Looking forward to seeing more of it. Pretty cool application. I was really imp- impressed with uh, the World Series. I, a few of my friends, I was telling them that I was going to talk to you, and they re- they really liked the uh, as they were watching the World Series. Like they really were into the into the different angles and different views of it. So it's pretty exciting. So yeah, we tried we uh, we tried quite a few things. We had three cameras there uh, for the matches. Um, yep. 
we we found that uh, the side-on cameras, we sort of tried to focus on um, first base and third base, yep. and the front-on camera, obviously, you know, towards the bat. And, uh, I was only there for the first couple of matches, uh, and then I came back home. Um, my guys that were there, that stayed for the whole seven matches, they'll be returning uh, probably next week. Okay. So they'll they'll have the um, the hard drives with all the all the clips that we've got. And it'll be interesting to sit down and go through. You know, uh, they said that there was some really good stuff that they got that didn't make it to air. Yeah. So mm. I'll be interested to see exactly what that is. Um, there was another there was a there was another quite interesting one. I can't remember what game it was now, but where the umpire called that the first base guy didn't have his um, foot on the on the uh, uh, what he called the mat. Yeah, yeah on, on the base. base. Yep. And uh, the hotspot showed that that was the case. He didn't have his foot on the base. At, um, huh. uh, so yeah, the umpire gave gave the correct decision. So yeah, it's uh, it's look, it's the the overall sentiment I'd have to say of having worked in the sports industry for over twenty years now is that you just can't tell about any of this type of technology until you test it in real conditions. Right. You can do all the testing you like in a laboratory or you know out the backyard or whatever. But it just doesn't uh, cut it. You've got to go to real life conditions where you know everything is real. And, you know the players are going hard. The umpires are under pressure. Um, you know the crowd is around everywhere to to basically put all the different elements that are needed together to see whether it works. You know that's that's really the challenge for us um, is is getting out into those real conditions to test this sort of thing. Yep, and absolutely, even at like the, the the World Series too, like not even starting at a regular season game, just going straight into the World Series was pretty awesome. So. Yeah, no, that's uh, and interestingly enough, um, the guy that's in charge of Fox Sports uh, um, used to be in charge of Channel Nine and in and also be Sky B before he went to work for Murdoch in the US. Right. So he's oh. uh, he's he very much had the same mindset as uh, Kerry Packer and. Uh, and Rupert Murdoch. So he was looking for something that would tell a story, and yep. hopefully uh, we, we were able to uh, contribute to that. Was that your first World Series? Had you been? Yep, been... that's the first one. Awesome, first one. So that was uh, that was yeah that was that was a real eye opener. That's for sure. Yep. Very good. I think uh, we'll we'll end it there. Thank you, Warren, and thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about Hotspot, check out the website bbgsports.com. There's a cool cricket video on the site that shows the technology in action. We'll put a link to that and others on our website, sportstechnologypodcast.com, and remember to follow us on Twitter at SportsTechPod. Bye!